Welcome to Haunted Meat, the health, fitness, wellness podcast for strange and unusual people. I am your host, Melanie Black, and today I'm going to talk all about failure. Failure, yes. Um, I'm going to talk about what I know about it, what I don't know about it, and uh, failure regards to life, the universe, and everything. Failure in regards to bodybuilding and failure in regards to nutrition. Let's talk about it. It's a beautiful rainy day in Tucson, Arizona, and I just dropped off my son at school, and I'm sitting at a quick trip, having a coffee, uh, waiting for the bank to open so I can do some errands, and I'm thinking about failure. I'm sitting here thinking about failure, and uh, I've got some thoughts on the idea, and I by no means am an expert on this subject. I feel like I haven't failed nearly enough yet so much um but here's the thing with failure you know it's it's got this negative connotation because it feels really bad and it's an interesting duality that this thing that feels really bad is so necessary to uh eventually allow us to have success um the old adage that a successful person has failed more times than a not successful person has tried is absolutely true. It's uh, it's too bad that more success books, people you know, people who write books about their successes, don't uh, detail all the myriad of failures. But at the same time, I feel like successful people um, have a special kind of immunity uh, or not immunity to the pain of failure, but rather uh, the ability to forget quickly. Uh, so I have birthed two children, and one of the things that uh, has always shocked me talking to other mothers, um, especially when I was younger, and it was closer to the time that I had had those children. They're grown up now. They're 18 and 19. But at the time, uh, I remember being really shocked at how quickly the memory of the pain of childbirth fades, how quickly the memory of that pain fades. And I suppose when it's something that you feel is uh, a fundamental part of living somehow, that those failures, um, the pain of those failures kind of fall away. When you feel like it's an optional thing, it's not, it's not destiny, it's not like, so, you know, with, with childbirth, like, you, you know, the, the baby has to come out at some point, right? You're not, you know, you can't just stay pregnant forever. Um, something's got to give. It's not, uh, it's not a matter, a matter of like having that choice really once, once the pregnancy is underway. Um, so you have this moment where like the, the the pain of childbirth one way or the other is inevitable right totally unavoidable um and that's what you know i'm not going to get into whether you had a c-section or whatever um all those things uh come with their own risks and problems too but yeah for for birthing an idea into the world um it's not too dissimilar it's it's fucking messy it's gory um, you don't know what it's going to turn into entirely. Like you can have some idea 
of the direction you want it to go. But, you know, any any parent who has children who believes that they have molded these children somehow, um, that those children be- became what they are because of the parents doing, eh, eh, honestly, it, it's got very little to do with that. I've known enough parents, enough children, and my own children are so entirely different that just like with ideas you can start a thing you can set it into motion um but you don't really know you know you don't really know what's going to come of it and when it comes to creating an idea there's so much failure along the way there is so many so many little failures millions of failures and uh whether or not you accept those as just part of the process um an inevitable part of the process then uh, i think that has a huge impact on how much pain you feel from those things right um i didn't feel like a failure every time my child cried it's expected that children will cry Um, even though it's not necessarily a desirable behavior. It's hard on the ears, uh, clearly the baby's unhappy, all that kind of stuff. Um, But it's... I think we take failure way too personally, right? I think that's I think that's where failure gets painful is when we take it so personally. When we think we have this illusion of control, you don't have control over most things. You can set things in motion, but you have no more control over them than the, the I don't know, like rolling a oddly shaped object down a hill. Like you have a you have a sense that it's going to go in a particular direction, but hey, you never know. It might hit a rock, bounce back, go sideways. You don't know for sure. You really don't. Even even things that are relatively predictable. There's always going to be some kind of failure along the way. And um, I guess you could take that failure in one of two ways. Like, let's say I am rolling a oddly shaped bouncy ball down a hill. Um, I could say, well, yeah, I I know for a fact that it's going to not be super efficient because it's not a perfect sphere and the hill isn't perfectly uh, angled or, you know, and there's wind resistance. And knowing that, I would see the little bumps and hiccups and the, the slowing of, uh, of the ball not as a failure and not as a, a personal responsibility of mine and not a failure of mine. I would just see it as part of the process. Um, and I would be encouraged to try it over and over and over again until I found the optimal way to roll it down the hill. Um, whereas if I felt like I actually had control, um, if I could just roll it just right on the first try, then it would make it all the way to the bottom without any deviation. Um, and then it does deviate because there's too many variables, but I didn't know that, right? So there's this threshold of knowledge, like... Uh, people can people can avoid the pain of failure when they have no knowledge and no expectations, or they can avoid the pain of failure when they have a lot of knowledge and understand that making any predetermined expectation is totally futile, right? Um, so it's that middle, that middling part that we have uh, the most pain in, I think. That part where you know, 
you know what you're in for to some degree. You have some knowledge. Um, you have enough knowledge to know what you have potential control of, but not enough knowledge to know that you have no control. <laughs> right? It's a peculiar spot to be in. Um, and and I definitely have seen that and I'm seeing that currently uh, in my career um, and in my husband's career. You know, you, you get to a point where you have uh, so much knowledge in such a narrow scope of things and you realize that you need to have, uh, you need to branch out and do more things. And it's not really even about having knowledge of more things. The knowledge comes from the doing, right? Um, it's it's a it's not a going to school kind of knowledge. It's a trying and trying and trying again kind of knowledge, um, especially when it comes to businesses that rely on marketing and that sort of thing. Um, if you have, uh, sorry, I was just getting distracted by sheriff walking up like he's got a mission. Not for me. Somebody else. <laughs> uh, yeah, if you've got. If you've got that that um, that knowledge of, I feel like I have control over certain things, then that's great. But here's the thing: when it comes to marketing, when it comes to uh, reaching out to people, the world is changing faster than school can keep up. Um, you can't really know for sure when you add in your own variables what what the outcome is going to be. Um, you can go to a marketing expert for a specific kind of business. You can go to a franchise even. And things like location, the people you have involved, the people you're marketing to, all these things are going to have an impact on the outcome. And you just really can't know for sure. You just have to fail over and over and over again until you find that magic mix that works. Um, I think one of the most frustrating things that I've gone through being uh, in business uh you know, both by myself and with my husband for a number of years now. The most frustrating thing for a business owner, I think, is when you finally find that magic recipe, that secret sauce, and you're doing good for a little while, and then something out of your control changes, right? Um, and the whole thing falls apart, and you're like, damn it, I thought this was it. I thought I had it. Um, and then, you know, the weather changes, the environment changes. And, uh, and this is where you really hear business owners lament fiercely of like, oh, well, the economy is in the tank or they started doing road construction on my street or whatever it was. Um, yeah, success is fleeting. Uh, you know, it's, it's one of those things where you really, you have to be okay with constant, constant failure. Um, I don't have a solution for that. I'll be honest. I don't have a solution for the pain you feel from constant failure. That's one of the, my, my big personal struggles is I'm fully aware that the failure needs to happen. And I'm very good at getting up and, and trying and falling and getting up and trying and falling. And I do this over and over again. Um, but I don't have a good solution for the fear of that pain. I don't have a good solution for the stress of experiencing that pain over and over again. It's one of the things that vexes me, to be honest. Um, but I have an idea of how it works and that keeps me going. And I know, and I know with a certainty, right, 
there are very, very few things I know with certainty. Let's, let's be clear about that. Like, I don't, you know, I'm an atheist, but there might be a God or gods. I don't know. I don't give a shit, honestly. Uh, those are questions that are too big for my little monkey brain to handle. Um, so, you know, our, our understanding of the world is constantly changing. And, you know, I accept that what we understand today about the world may change tomorrow. And I'm okay with that. There's a lot of things that I just don't know. Um, and I'm okay with not knowing a lot of things. And, uh, I, I profess ignorance on most things, even the things that I'm considered a specialist in. You never know what kind of new information will come tomorrow. Um, but one thing I'm absolutely certain of, uh, as certain as any religious zealot could possibly be about something, is that quality and success comes from a pile of shit. It comes from multiple failures. Like, the more you are willing to fail, the more likely you will be to succeed. Um, that quant like, you cannot beat out quantity with knowledge and foresight. No amount of knowledge or foresight will beat out somebody's willingness to try and fail over and over and over again. Um, and I know that with a certainty. So that, that certainty is really what keeps me going. Um, because uh, I'm not one of these people that doesn't feel pain from the failure. I absolutely do. But I am absolutely certain that you cannot be successful, you cannot win your game, whatever it is that you're trying to get at, whatever it is that you're trying to accomplish, you cannot get there without trying. And trying leads to failure inevitably. I mean, maybe there's some freak of nature out there somewhere who once in a blue moon succeeds the first time they try, beginner's luck or whatever, but that is all it is. It is a, a roll of the dice and it is, it is more than a d20, man. There's a lot of freaking sides to that dice. And you're just going to have to uh, either accept mediocrity and safety is your number one priority and even then you're not really safe you're still gonna fail even if you don't try uh, so you can fail not trying and you can fail trying um, I think the the problem that most people have about failing trying is because it does hurt worse because you feel like okay I've invested my heart and soul in this and it's not working so that's frightening. That's terrifying. So it's, you know, we avoid pain. That's that's the human way is to avoid pain. But also uh, we have this great duality, right? Like we avoid pain and yet we are explorers and conquerors and we do all kinds of crazy shit uh, with these big weird brains of ours that come up with all kinds of inventions and we try and fail over and over and over again. Um, and there's a lot of suffering involved in that process. There's no getting around that suffering. So I have no conclusions for you other than I know that for a fact that without trying and without failing thousands, millions, trillions of times, there is no success. There is no victory without those failures. And that's my thought for today.
Now, when it comes to exercise, our risk to reward uh, when it, uh, with our relationship to failure is really, really obvious, especially when it comes to bodybuilding, bodybuilding, weightlifting, uh, reps to failure is a big component of bodybuilding and sculpting your body and uh, improving muscle hypertrophy. Reps to failure means that you keep on doing your reps until you can't do any more repetitions of a given exercise. Uh, this is, you know, this is progressive overload principle. This is really the, the basics of basics when it comes to improving muscle strength, density, hypertrophy. Um, now there are, there are programs where you don't go to failure. There's programs where you go for that burn, like calisthenics programs that are good for your cardiovascular endurance and whatnot. And there are strength programs where you stop shy of failure, uh, and lift really heavy. And those are valid programs as well. But specifically with bodybuilding, the, the analogy I see between failure in, in bodybuilding and failure in life in general is number one, not everybody is willing to go through that pain of failure over and over and over again. Um, putting in those reps and being willing to push your body. This is where you get that stereotypical, like, uh, you know, buff dude going, and making all the faces and looking really scary. It's because he is actively trying to go to failure. He is, he is testing the limits of what he can do on that set every single time. And it is painful. Failure is painful. Um, but the results of that failure, the, the wins from that failure, that's, what really stands out the most. That is what people notice the most. Out of all of the different types of training, um, bodybuilders get the most attention because they are visually stunning, right? Uh, whether or not you you like the bodybuilder aesthetic, whether or not you find it attractive, that's aside from the point. When you think of uh, weightlifting, you think of Arnold Schwarzenegger, you think of uh, these massive bodybuilders uh, with their defined muscles. And that type of training, that specific type of training does not come without repeated intentional failure. Um, so failure when it comes to bodybuilding is, is, uh, is predictable winning. Failure when it comes to life, uh, is, you know, in, in all things is also predictable winning. Um, in that, you know, you try over and over again and you get better and, uh, and eventually like if you, if you are certain enough of your outcomes, you will go through that pain. Uh, I think some people even enjoy to learn to enjoy the pain, but, uh, that is, that is how failure relates to, uh, weightlifting specifically is, the, the ability and the impetus to over and over again, push yourself to the point where you just can't anymore, right? Um, that's like trying really hard, right? When you try something that's just outside of your ability to do something, um, doesn't mean that you shouldn't also do things that are within your ability to do them. You definitely should, but also pushing the limits of what you can do to just beyond that point. Um, yeah, failure is, is magic, but failure is pain, uh, and how we feel about it, how our relationship to it, um, I think largely depends on how, how willing we are 
to want those results and to accept that pain as part of the process. Failure when it comes to nutrition is interesting. Um, when it comes to nutrition, the things that I notice about failure is that people really need to accept failure as part of the process without attaching personal worth or guilt to it. Um, people who, who do well on their nutrition plan, they will have meals and days that are off plan. This happens. Um, they accept these failures as part of the process of learning how to do better. Um, they accept their their weird cravings and the pain of um, of change, and that's really what what gets people the most is the pain of change and the and the trials and errors of finding a new way to do your nutrition, um, finding recipes that you actually enjoy that are within your meal plan is one of the biggest struggles, trial and error. Uh, failure processes that I see people go through with nutrition. Um, being in a situation where you don't have control uh, or as much control as you're used to over the food you're eating. And, uh, and how people respond to these inevitable, inevitable failures along the way is a huge determining factor about whether or not they will actually succeed with their nutrition. So when it comes to nutrition, it's really it's really easy to uh, attach self worth to your failures. In other words, like oh, I I had a donut this morning. I have no self control. I'm so I'm so terrible. I'm so bad. Um, you know, I I keep trying and failing. Uh, and just by virtue of dwelling on that failure, you are really ensuring future failures by identifying with that by dwelling on it. Um, and more future failures than are necessary, I should say, because yeah, future failures are inevitable, but the frequency of failure uh, is not necessarily inevitable when it comes to nutrition stuff. The frequency of failure is not necessarily inevitable when it comes to nutrition stuff. And one of the biggest determining factors of frequency of failure when it comes to nutrition stuff is whether or not you feel guilty whether or not you feel bad, whether or not you attach personal self-worth to it. Um, to that end, I guess I answered my own questions in my musings about how to uh, reduce frequency of failure. <sighs> I need to look at it like a nutrition plan, don't I? <laughs> yeah. So, yes, you, you, will, you will have more frequent successes if you are willing to accept failure as part of the process and do not attach personal self-worth to the failures. It is an inevitable part of the process. It is not a reflection of your character, of your um, willingness. It is, not a, it is not a reflection of your willpower or your abilities or your future self. It is not a reflection of any of that. It is simply a part of the process. And if you can accept it as part of the process and realize that um, it gives you the opportunity to look for solutions every single time failure happens, then, uh, then you will move forward 
and have more frequent successes. And those more frequent successes will build into um, a big ball of awesome success. Yeah. Yeah. So there it is, your, your happy conclusion on what to do with the pain of failure. Do not attach personal self-worth to it. It is part of the process, and the sooner you realize that, the more frequent your rate of successes will be. If you're in the Tucson area and you want to work out at a gym that supports your failure, that doesn't make you feel guilty for how you eat or when you fail, but just helps you come up with better solutions so that you can try over and over again until you have success. If you want that kind of support and that kind of gym that understands that this is a process, that you are human, and that you are deserving of success no matter how much trial and error it takes. Uh, Or if you just want to reduce the amount of trial and error and work with some real experts who know what the hell they're doing when it comes to uh, health, nutrition, fitness, the people who have already put the failure in and uh, and can spare you some of that, then uh, come on down to Stone and Tool downtown Tucson and uh, hit up the Nerd Gym for some awesome programs. All of our programs include exercise, nutrition, support, uh, all guided with uh, certified personal trainers who have been through the ringer themselves. These are not people who started off in life uh, already being jocks and uh, having perfect bodies. All of the trainers at the Nerd Gym uh, have a storied past with much uh, failure and experience to bring to the table and help you really uh, discover your true self, your most powerful self. Uh, At the Nerd Gym, we're more than uh, just feel-good fitness, although we certainly are that. We are about helping you discover your true magic, your inner power, uh, come to the Nerd Gym. You can uh, email us or email me personally at mel at thenerdgym.com. Find us on Facebook and Instagram. If you're in Tucson, stop on by. And uh, if you're not in Tucson, stay tuned because in the next year we will have some online programs available to you. Uh, but until then, uh, keep listening and uh, send me some messages. Send me some things uh, that you would like to hear me ramble on about in Haunted Meat.